Namaste and welcome to the first podcast of the year 2022. On behalf of the whole SAP family, I would like to thank you for tuning in. This is our January episode number 79 of SAP Integration and Extension Talk. And in this episode, we have three main sections. First, we will talk about some latest additions to our services portfolio of SAP integration and extension. Second, a deep dive conversation with product experts of one such service. And finally, some roadmap items of our business services and how the tech community is reacting to our efforts of making businesses an intelligent and sustainable enterprise. The year 2022 is special for SAP and its family members with a global network of customers, partners, employees and thought leaders we help the world run better and improve people's life. And in pursuit to that we are celebrating 50th anniversary. So a big kudos to all of us. Also, I'm sure that by now you must have your list ready with your new year's resolutions new hobby and all the new food recipes that you would try at home <laughs> and as they say you'll never get bored when you try something new on that note let's quickly look at some of the new features and offerings that are recently added to the sap integration and extension portfolio with our new open sap course titled enable users in multilingual business with sap translation hub you will discover concepts and features around sap translation hub and learn more about machine translation this course will help you to integrate translation apis and the translation workflow to translate texts and documents if you are a business consultant developer project manager a solution architect or a translator this course is for you on the api management side if you have integration suite premium edition license available in a different sub account then api management design time subscription can be migrated to this different sub account as well now most of you will agree that the excitement from pro code development to no code development has gained momentum and many professional developers are experimenting with no code development tools in our endeavor to enhance the productivity of both professional as well as citizen developers and to empower developer community with low code no code tools sap business application studio allows you to develop and deploy a multi channel application to cloud as well as mobile here you can also leverage the booster called prepare an account for low code no code app development from your btp cockpit to automate and speed up your tenant setup currently this feature is only available in productive btp cf environment but the dev team is working to roll it out for our free tier portfolio as well to know more about these three features please refer the show notes you can also give us a shout out on our social media channels with your questions links to them also in the show notes 
Now moving on to our second segment of the podcast. Also, the highlight of this episode, we have some special guests from the SAP Extension Suite family. And the service that we will focus and talk about is SAP Workflow Management. Now, who could be better than Archana Shukla as the Senior Product Manager? She leads APJ Go-To-Market and Global Partner Management activities. And Prashant Gautam, also as the Senior Product Manager, leading the innovation topics. Welcome, Archana and Prashant, to our first podcast of the year, 2022. Thank you, Gaurav, for having us here. Hi, Gaurav. Before we start talking about the service and, you know, deep dive, let's play a small game, <laughs> a fun guessing game. Are you ready? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Great. So the game is, you know, I will be reading an abstract, obviously tech related, and you must guess from where it is, like a movie, a novel or a famous quote. And you can always ask for hints. <laughs> But before you answer, our listeners, you also have the chance to let us know what it is. You can tweet us at SAPCP with the answer. Okay, so the abstract is, when a beautiful stranger leads computer hacker person A to a forbidding underworld, he discovers the shocking truth, the life he knows is the elaborate deception of an evil cyber intelligence. What is it? Any guesses? No, um, maybe some hints. (laughs) Okay, so your first hint. This is a conversation between two characters and it goes like this. Person A, what are you trying to tell me? That I can dodge bullets? To this person, B says, No, I'm trying to tell you that when you are ready, you won't have to. Matrix. Oh, wow. Bingo. We have our answer. (laughs) That's that's right, Prashant. That's right. We have some movie enthusiasts in the house. (laughs) Awesome. (laughs) Great. So as we have the experts in the house, let's start with a, you know, very basic but very important question. Can you please give our first time listeners an executive summary about SAP Workflow Management Service? So SAP Workflow Management um, is a cloud offering from SAP uh, where uh, the customers, partners and stakeholders uh, can use the different capabilities that we provide to automate uh, workflows and business rules and also to get an end-to-end visibility um, into the entire set of processes spanning across heterogeneous landscapes. Wonderful. So is there a focus group or any specific personas that can, you know, make the most of this service? Yeah, I mean, uh, this service is for different personas. Uh, so it's it's meant for uh, business users. It's meant for IT developers. And also uh, the new kind of tooling that we have developed is also for citizen developers. Nice. Great. Uh, So Arjuna and Prashant, uh, in this episode, the theme that we have is new, like, you know, new resolutions, new hobbies, new experiences, and so on. That brings me to the next question our listeners would like to know the answer to. Uh, 
what are the new offerings or capabilities that are recently added to this service? Can you please tell us about that? Yeah, Gaurav. So, I mean, it has been quite a while since since I shared any updates uh, with our listeners on our workflow, business rules, and other capabilities uh, in SAP Business Technology Platform. And definitely what could be a good start of the year uh, to having shared with you some very recent and really interesting updates that we have been working all the while through the last two quarters. And so, uh, so the idea was that we took your requirements uh, through different channels that you posted and now have built a strong list of features that were demanded by you. And surely this is all to help your processes run better with much more enhanced uh, process automation capabilities. So one of the most important investment that we have done in last two quarter is the prepackaged content uh, for common process problems across different industries and LOBs. So we now currently have close to uh, 70 content packages in API Business Hub, uh, where you will find packages like on digital supply chain, for example, managing credit block on sales order, or let's say vendor onboarding, uh, which is an ECC-based package. Or if, uh, if our listeners are looking for something like in finance area, then we explore uh, then they can go and explore the packages like maintain purchase order info or general entry posting. So you will find, you know, uh, many such packages that fits your requirements across different industries, say oil and gas, retail, um, utilities, and so on. So uh, if you have not yet tried them out, Go to api.sap.com and search for workflow management category and explore uh, the rich plethora of content library that we have. And I am pretty sure that you will be surprised by the sheer breadth uh, of these use cases and the value uh, that they bring to the table. So that was the first most important investment. The second, coming on to the new features that we have released uh, in the past two quarters. Uh, so from workflow side, uh, we have reference workflows released. Uh, we have substitutions and task forwarding in my inbox. Uh, then we have uh, parallel steps uh, in the process variant area. And from business rule side, uh, we have done uh, significant improvements while modeling and deploying large decision tables and not just on during design time, but also you will see improvements when you push in the large data for execution uh, with the rules. Then we have a for each expression modelings where you brought to uh, loop over the table data uh, that we have introduced uh, in the business rules design time. We have also introduced rule governance, um, which is which was one of the key requirements from many of our customers, where they were where they wish to control the actions like save, activate, and deploy. For example, uh, uh, you want to deploy any change to finance based rules, and you do not want the rules to be instantly deployed or active Activated instead, instead, you want to have an approval in between because the changes in the finance rules are quite critical and, and it shouldn't be going without having an approval and so on. So these were the features from workflow and the business rule side. And in from process visibility side, we introduced a new integration patterns with, uh, with Qualtrics surveys are now being able to, you can discover and, and introduce them into the visibility dashboard. Then we also have... Uh, um, uh, business workflow as new process participant in process visibility. Apart from them, we also introduce uh, the navigational actions um, and uh, which which can be both dynamic and uh, and like a static navigation that you would want to do to the backend system. 
So these were some quick uh, few new product features uh, which one uh, which we released in the past two quarters. Okay, um, in, in, in terms of events, uh, we have now an open SAP course on workflow, business rules, visibility, and process flexibility capabilities. So the course uh, was actually uh, open in, in some time in October timeframe, but now it is reopened again for, in, for the vacation uh, season. So you can already go ahead and try this out in the open SAP uh, uh, library. Uh, we also had a uh, great presence uh, like in past years this year also in the TechIt uh, 2021. So you can replay our sessions um, and the session numbers, I'm just, just note, you can note them down. It is DEV, Dev 104, uh, Dev 200, uh, Dev uh, 164, uh, INT. 261 and many such sessions so they are still available so you can go ahead try them out some of them are uh, presentation or uh, view only sessions and some are uh, hands-on sessions so just try them out if you still have questions you can always post the, post to us through different uh, channels that we have another interesting series uh, that we started uh, last year was an hyper automation series so we ran season one in may and seeing the response that we had, uh, we have returned back with season two in December. So this hyper automation series actually shows how, how process automation services like workflow, business rules, robotic process automation, and other AI business services come together to help you as a customer, partner, or stakeholder to accelerate your process transformation. So do listen to the short uh, YouTube videos, uh, which we have already published uh, and, uh, and where we show different use cases across different key LOPs. Beside this, uh, we also have had, uh, you know, multiple community calls, practitioner sessions, coffee corner sessions uh, to share, to regularly share updates that we have been doing all through uh, the last year. So you will find a lot of information about them in our blogs, in our community pages. Now, um, there are a few more things that I would want to bring to the desk uh, because this is the first session of the year and I would really want to, to, to show you and excite you as to what, what all did we did. So last year was very special because we released SAP Task Center uh, as a kernel service for you. So with this, uh, we addressed uh, your constant demand on having a unified inbox for different, uh, you know, SAP systems like, like S4 HANA, Conquer, Reba, and so on. You will find more information about SAP Task Center in our help portal on how to use Task Center through various and also uh, through various SAP blogs and SAP community. Not only Task Center, um, uh, we also ventured into the space of artificial intelligence. And I'm really proud uh, to say that we have a new capability called Workflow Intelligence uh, released in SAP BTP. And with this, uh, we basically eased out the life of business users and experts uh, who want to configure and use the advanced technologies uh, tightly and seamlessly integrated with Workflow. And not only workflow intelligence, uh, we also have enhanced uh, the overall extension of workflows in S4 HANA, and we have bridged this integration gap between S4 HANA and BTP workflow. And, and now you can securely, you know, uh, extend your existing workflows or orchestrate your workflows across hybrid landscape with S4 HANA and BTP using these new extension concepts that we have brought in S4 workflows. 
yeah so uh that's all that i have um in the what's new segment gaurav and so just to just to quickly summarize so we had we have prepackaged content in api business hub uh, uh, across different industries we have new product features we have new data center rollouts we have sap task center workflow intelligence and also extensions in s4 hana workflows and these are actually some of the major highlights in in quick time that i would wanted to bring it to the uh, to this podcast and you will definitely if you want to know more so all these informations are made available through different media channels through help portals and through sap communities so please go and read them out hear them out and and let us know if you have any further questions great great thanks arshana for providing us such an insightful you know deep dive into the what's new segment i i see that you mentioned about intelligence and i think you all will agree with me that the amount of data enterprises even smes you know with their business processes are generating is huge and this concept of embedded intelligence is gaining huge traction so what is this workflow intelligence and what was the motivation behind this can you please tell us listeners about that yeah gaurav so uh, workflow intelligence uh, is one of the newest addition of a portfolio which basically uh, you know helps business process experts uh, to easily use these different ml concepts for any kind of recommendations that they want to have during the workflow approvals and also to easily configure and train these machine learning models without the need uh, for any kind of uh, data science experience Uh, do you agree, Prashant? Yes, Rajna. Thank you. Um, this this complicated statement. I would like to take a two step back to make you understand, Gaurav and the listeners, uh, what why do we do that? Right? What is the motivation behind workflow intelligence? So when we started working on having intelligence in workflow, uh, we started working with individual use cases like sales order approvals, like purchase requisition approvals, and other things. uh once we started to work on these use cases uh, we realized that we have a lot of challenges right in terms of extending the implementation um, to other use cases we need to do a lot of work to move uh, uh, from one use case to other and the other thing is the amount of effort required for the smallest of the changes right so if you change a feature or if you change a data set in terms of uh, a software engineering um uh, you have to do huge efforts to to do the data engineering once again to do training and then validate what you have trained right so uh, so with that motivation we 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 had a solutions for uh, which were not scalable which were very specific to the use case and implement implementation was really very very restrictive so considering all these aspects we wanted to really uh, have more scalable integration of ai technologies in workflow service and uh, that that's where in this was around December 2019 when we started uh, coming up with a proposal for workflow intelligence um, which will be a capability which will be bundled uh, along with workflow service and my inbox uh, what was available at that point in time task center came what is coming up now so workflow intelligence provides basically uh, we when we thought it will provide business experts uh, who do not have data science skills or people or customers who really cannot uh, uh higher data sciences scientists um 
to configure the workflows or intelligence workflow it's 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 really easy for them to come up with a configuration um, uh, of workflow scenario which could be really a four step process or four step configuration steps right uh, ideally we thought of a no code completely no code tool which will allow the uh, business experts to focus on their business needs rather than collaborating with IT or data scientists or developers to come up with something which is very restrictive, as I said, to, to a use case or uh, which requires a lot of effort to change once some changes are required. So, so this is how it all started. Finally, uh, in the in October sometime, um, uh, we uh, last year, uh, we had uh, released workflow intelligence with a very basic uh, uh, features now so it is available to ex to be explored by the customers and users now great uh, and i think this is a huge stride you know towards intelligence uh, and i would request you to please tell us you know how does it leverage sap ai offering all right yeah so um it could not be without uh, the uh, SAP AI business services that we could have achieved this. So uh, workflow intelligence is built on SAP AI business services. Uh, uh, one of the business services there, which is called Data Attribute Recommender Service. We, in short, we call it DAR. Um, workflow intelligence uses DAR to manage lifecycle of the uh, ML model, which is uh, inherited or which is wrapped around by the workflow intelligence scenario. And what uh, what does it do with the with the lifecycle is it does the feature engineering for us. Um, it takes care of training and retraining and then activation and deploying the model uh, itself so that it is exposed to workflow intelligence. This is what DAR does for us. And then uh, what workflow intelligence brings around is that it procures the data for these models which are trained and it it gives it to DAR when, when the training is triggered. So it is triggered by workflow intelligence, but it pro provides the data to the DAR or data attribute recommender service. And it also stores that data for further use and further retraining purposes. And then uh, what happens is that if a approval workflow is triggered once the scenario is ready and active, and if the workflow, any workflow is, um, approval workflow is really triggered, what workflow intelligence does is captures that event and uh, triggers a recommendation or a API call to DAR and gets those recommendations or confidence level um, for that specific workflow approval and stores it with, with itself. Uh, or basically it stores it with a task model once it is stored there, it is very easy for the consumer or the existing scenarios to integrate that confidence level or recommendation in their UI because it's just a, a very small addition or one attribute addition to their task model. So uh, overall, we are using um, DAR for the lifecycle management and all the other activities which are coordinated or orchestrated by workflow intelligence with a tight coupling with workflow service and my inbox. This is what uh, this is how we leverage AI business services from SAP. Awesome. Uh, Prashant, as you mentioned, data attribute recommendation, which is, uh, I guess, a business service in SAP BTP. So I'm interested to know what are the different use cases or let's say business scenarios in which this capability can be extensively used. 
yeah obviously so uh, what besides what i explained what are the technical challenges that we faced uh, initially that you as machine learning models are really very specific to a use case and then if slightest of the change you have to restart the cycle and all these things we also had a use case when we started and uh, the first release of workflow intelligence focuses deeply on that use case because that is one of the most uh, important use case for us is intelligent approvals right and uh, because uh, we we wanted to make it very simple in the first release and we wanted to have uh, uh, decision support given to the approvers in the existing uis which they have and uh, these recommendations are shown as confidence level in 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 percentage percentage terms uh, and shown at the ui approval ui itself and we call that as approval confidence level so it always shows the positive inference or positive recommendation right uh, and this is also very helpful when we were talking about archana was talking about uh, substitution so it is very helpful there as well because uh, if the original approver is not available the confidence level or recommendation becomes or plays a very important role for the substitute approver he can really see uh, the confidence level of the machine there on the screen and then take a confident decision so this is one of the use cases that we have started with there are many other use cases which we will cover and uh, uh, but uh, from the from the uh, use case perspective this is one of the critical use cases we are targeting with the first release and i must say those are some great additions to the product portfolio so archana how can our existing customers and potential stakeholders you know benefit from this capability yeah gorus so i would say instantly so you know any customer or any stakeholder who already have uh, sap btp workflow and they want to you know extend uh, what they have in terms of automation to also infuse intelligence into these workflows so workflow intelligence uh, capability definitely helps them uh, to to go to that next level so the idea is that workflow intelligence is out of box integrated with workflow and mindbox and uh, it comes with no extra license cost so whatever is available you will now see a new new one new option of workflow intelligence and our customers stakeholders can already start using them so the other big benefit you know that that we see is in the return of investment you know where where you do not have to invest in any kind of data science skill set which in general i've seen is quite expensive but instead you know anybody who has some basic understanding of of life cycles of ml um, which is machine learning will be basically able to integrate uh, our workflow intelligence um, into their um, into their uh, processes and use cases and also you know we have uh, simplified um, uh, user interface for any kind of decision support where we have you know enhanced uh, the existing task models when i say task model these are basically the user tasks that you are seeing on the my inbox okay so there you will now see options with confidence level kind of an attribute and uh, and you can add these uh, these new um, configurations into your user task to 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 get to get that needed intelligence while you are doing any kind of 
approvals uh, using the my inbox uh, applications so you know in general uh, what we have seen and uh, also some of the internal stakeholders at sap is also trying and using uh, these services so this kind of uh, this kind of newer way of improving the processes where we have given you know um, no code integration to intelligence uh, to make this whole implementation and integration with the machine learning um, make uh, faster and easier and we have made we have introduced these faster decisions into the task and we have also you know the prashant was also mentioning something about substitutes you know any kind of substitutions that you would want to do in the workflows can can also rely on these uh, you know um, ml based recommendations that we provide um, in the user task so these are some of the you know key benefits and some of the skill set and uh, requirements that we have brought in in terms of infusing intelligence into existing workflow use cases great so listeners you heard it right and i'm sure you are eager to learn more so arjuna and prashant can you please uh, tell us more that you know from where we can know more about it or let's say read more about all these services you mentioned hmm. yeah got up so uh, my way of learning is to to learn uh, hands-on right so <laughs> it's the best way for anyone to learn uh, is to do hands-on this is my understanding um, and uh, what we have done is that we have provided this uh, uh, practical way of learning uh, to you through uh, a ticket hands-on session um, which is called INT360. I repeat, INT360. Uh, the title of the uh, the session is Apply Machine Learning and Regression Models to Classify Data Records. Um, there's no mention of workflow intelligence here, but um, there is uh, an exercise which is uh, uh, inside this session, which is exercise number two, which covers the sales order uh, approval scenario using workflow intelligence. And uh, you can go uh, to Google search INT360 uh, ticket session. Uh, you will find uh, also a GitHub link there. Uh, you can do a, a hands-on exercise. Uh, what you need basically is a trial account, um, uh, US 10 or U10, anywhere. And uh, just go through that exercise. Um, this exercise will take you through uh, uh, from starting from setting up the workflow management um, from uh, roles which you want or which you should have and then how you um, create the data um, data set for yourself and finally those four magical steps configuration step for workflow intelligence to have your um, scenario activated and finally um, how you can just change one or two lines in your custom ui to see those recommendations Right. Um, you may not need um, the first four steps if you already have workflow management and if you uh, have upgraded or it is already upgraded by default to all of us um, and, and your trial account, uh, you just have to assign one role for workflow intelligence. And uh, the data set that we are creating in the exercise is just for the exercise sake. In productive landscape, you don't need that step. So ideally, if you already have the workflow management um, uh, license, then you just go to uh, that exercise and do um, do those configuration steps and start using it. This will be as simple as that. 
Yeah, so this is the hands-on part of it. And um, because I like hands-on, um, and there are a couple of blogs which will be also coming up in the near future where I explain this uh, this in bit detail. Uh, we will also like uh, keep on posting these things in in community. So that is also coming up, but that is um, in the near future in February sometime. Yeah, and in in addition to what Prashant uh, explained, definitely you know hands on is the way going forward. So go ahead and try this exercise, and if you have any questions, you can you can post us. No, but besides this, we also have you know if you if you're interested in reading more about workflow intelligence, you can also go through our help documentation. So you can go to help.sap.com, which is an SAP help portal, and you can find workflow intelligence, and you'll find all the information right from setting up you know workflow intelligence how it can be set up uh, configured and how it can be used uh, and where all you know these new configuration options uh, are now appearing with the service besides this you know uh, this this is quite a latest addition and we're working on lot many uh, you know, uh, learning materials. So stay tuned and uh, we'll keep posting uh, all these materials either in SAP community or, you know, in the tutorials or maybe we also come up with some kind of Discovery Center missions. So stay tuned for, for knowing more about these services. Cool. And all these links to OpenSAP courses and official help guides and other ticket sessions that Arjuna and Prashant spoke will be available to you please refer the show notes or give us a shout out on our social media channels. So with these developments, I also see great light at the end of the tunnel. So what can we more expect in the you know upcoming quarters? Yeah, Gaurav, so um, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, it's a long tunnel we see. We still have to go a long way. Um, uh, as I said in the first release, um, uh, Workflow Intelligence was to provide no code configuration tool. This was our first goal to, to implement ML models and, and just target the binary classification for approval use cases. This is what we have done till now. This is available, people can use it. But the first thing which came in uh, comes in the mind of uh, anybody who is using uh, intelligence or machine learning predictions is that uh, why is it black box, right? So you you see a number and you see approval confidence and you want to know why this confidence is so high or why this confidence level is so low. So what we are working um, in upcoming releases is explanations to the, all those things. So you will get along with the confidence level and recommendation you will get why machine thinks about a so high or so low a score and provide explanations to it right so this is this is the first thing which which is there in our roadmap and which is really important for a approver to use or to understand why this is coming up then the uh, the next thing would be that we are supporting right now binary classification. So besides explanations, um, what what we want to do uh, in the next release would be a multi-class classification. Imagine uh, approver uh, having three options in in front of him: approve, reject, and rework. And this use case is currently not supported in workflow intelligence. And we want to take this in upcoming releases as well, where we support multi-class classification. Uh, the other thing which comes in our mind is that uh, uh, regression use cases, right, like cycle time predictions, I want to know when my courier or my ordered item will be delivered to my uh, to my hometown or my place. This is very 
common use case. And uh, there is another use case when it is on the flight, when, meaning when the order is in transit, when will it reach? Are there some hurdles? Is there something coming up which, which might delay the delivery? So such use cases are also in the target, which we will take up in upcoming releases. Besides that, as I told you, we are tightly coupled with workflow service and my inbox right now, and we want to uh, break those things as well and have more data sources beyond workflow context to be added through uh, other um, adapters that we want to develop or some channels which we want to have with, uh, let's say, business workflow, um, the ABAP-based one, or some other channels who really want to um, use workflow intelligence and then provide them a, a channel which can be uh, which we can use uh, for them to provide us data and then we can have models around them there are many more increments along these lines which are planned in the roadmap uh, which we will keep sharing on the regular basis through through the channels that we have and uh, uh, in the help portals and roadmap items and everything else. But these are the four more uh, important things which we will be taking up in upcoming releases and uh, work on them. Yeah, Gaurav. So, I mean, last year have been really great uh, for workflow management uh, where uh, where we saw, you know, a steep growth in the list of prepackaged content across different industries. Um, we also released uh, capabilities like Task Center, like Workflow Intelligence, and S4HANA Workflow Extensions. This year is going to be equally impressive, and you will see a lot of good enhancements coming in in the area of process automation and hyper-automation. So stay tuned, everybody, for the new developments in the low-code, no-code area that you will see in upcoming months. Great. With that... On behalf of all our listeners, I would like to thank you, Archana and Prashant, that you took out time and gave us a wonderful insight to the SAP Workflow Management Service. We really appreciate it. Thanks. Yeah, thank you, Gaurav. Uh, it's always great uh, to be part of the podcast and share insights. And I hope our listeners will benefit and will go through these, uh, these new features uh, that we have released. Indeed. Thank you. Those were our experts who talked about the latest innovations that are happening on the SAP Workflow Management Service. To read more and try out the features yourself, please refer our show notes. This brings me to the third and final segment of the podcast, where we investigate some of the roadmap items and how the tech community is reacting towards our efforts to make businesses run better with intelligence and sustainability at heart. To start off with API and integration marketplace, SAP API Business Hub will enable support of partner cloud integration adapters, facilitating consumption of OEM adapters in the cloud integration capability of SAP integration suite. Also, search of available OEM adapters in the SAP API Business Hub that can be consumed through the cloud integration capability will be made available. The benefits you as a business will get is direct consumption of OEM adapters in the cloud integration capability without any additional steps.
Moving to the integration suite, there are three new adapters lined up. RabbitMQ adapter, which will provide built-in connectivity for the message broker and support event-driven and fire and forget integration patterns. Slack adapter, providing built-in connectivity for the chat and messaging cloud service. Splunk adapter, providing built-in connectivity for the Splunk to derive insights from an enterprise's data. And all these adapters will also be available in multi-cloud environment. Now, if your business process demands integration with such adapters, you can toss a coin. And all these items that we discussed are planned for Q1 2022 release. Also, very important point, you should know that all forward-looking statements are subject to various risks and uncertainties that could cause actual results to differ materially from expectations. You are advised not to place undue reliance on these forward-looking statements, which speak only as of their dates, and they should not be relied upon in making purchasing decisions. To know more about other roadmap items, please refer our show notes. With all these cool features and the hard work that our developers put in, it was imperative that it also reflects in the analyst reports. And yes, Gartner, the world's leading technology research and consulting company, has placed SAP in their 2021 Magic Quadrant as a leader for data integration tools. And this is because of very valid reasons, such as completeness of vision, and our ability to execute. The services that were analyzed are SAP Data Intelligence, SAP Data Services, SAP Landscape Transformation Replication Server, and SAP Integration Suite. Along with integration capabilities within the SAP HANA platform. That concludes our episode 79 of SAP Integration and Extension Talk and our first podcast of the year 2022. I would really like to thank you again for tuning in and staying till the very end. If you were listening to us for the first time and there were terms like boosters, SLT, OEM that are not clear to you, please let us know on our social media channels so that we can help you understand them. Plus, we are always ears to your feedback. So let us know what you liked, what you didn't, and most importantly, what you wish for in the next podcast. Sharing is caring. If you agree to that, please share the podcast with your tech friends and family. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, leave a rating and review. With that, I was your host, God of Day, aka G, reporting and recording from Bangalore, India. Talk to you in the next episode. Until then, keep listening, Keep learning and keep growing. Cheers.